The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Hey, 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 look at the new digs coming to you live. SWBC <laughs> Mortgage Studio. Not the living room. Let's go. I don't know Studio. what's going on. Hmm. There we go. With the audio, but we're back. We're here. Me and Nate Newton are live in studio looking at Kurt Daniels and Jesse Holly on the screen live from their house and yes, office, sir. respectively. How are you fellas doing today? Doing good. You're yeah. looking sharp there. Thanks, got man. Got the button up shirt going on, nice. hair groomed. Yeah, I've got up a band. I'm doing, I'm having a, you know, I'm doing, I'm having a crap day. I feel like crap. Oh, no. Uh-oh. No, I'm playing. I don't. But I would, people always say they're doing good when they ask that question. So I figure I'd throw it the opposite way today. And you know, but I'm really fine. You know, that's, <laughs> one great. Of, I'm doing fine. that's one of those questions where it's like you ask, but you really don't care. You're just trying to be nice. Like you right. don't really want to know. Like right. you, you ask somebody, say, how you doing? They go, you know what? I'm really depressed. I'm having a bad day. You're like, ah, I really didn't want that answer. I really yeah. don't want to know. So yeah. well, it's, it's good to know that you faked yeah. your crap day. Good seeing you, Kurt. Nate, it's yeah. good seeing you across good from me. You. you look you look something's wrong. What's wrong with you right now? Man, Davin Cook got nine hundred and fifty four yards. Oh, he he just wants to get right in it. So no, get no, I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there, man. How are you today? Man, Justin Jefferson got 762 catches. Be glad y'all aren't in the studio. Nate, Nate. Be glad you're on the one hand, Nate wants to have fun and he wants to talk about other stuff, and then you try to talk about other stuff, and then he starts throwing out stats. Wow, I'm it's, just it's saying, a hard, man. hard road to try. I'm just saying. You know what? I think you're saying. more excited about seeing Coach Zimmer. You know it. You and know it. And the, and I think the the Vikings are your pet cat in the NFC. That's right. I think you enjoy watching them and Ooh. talking about them more than you do the pet Cowboys. No, nah, not more than the Cowboys. I, I enjoy talking about the Cowboys, but Zim he Zim is a real he real. To why the do you, bone. why do you why do you like Zim so much? He, he he's direct. Anybody that's direct, and, and he expects for you to do your job, mm-hmm. and he de- and he demands that you do your job, and so I. Coaches like that I like because coaches like that, they, they help you uh, be a winner. I mean, if you got any kind of competitiveness in you, any kind of desire to be something special, uh, he's always trying to be there in that way and trying to help you. So that's why I like Zim. He's straight, straight cat, man. Did you have any <clears throat> dealings with Zim along Just the way? Just a little bit, man. We, we, we wasn't real close, but we would holler at each other. I think after he got – after he left the Cowboys, I would see him during the offseason here and then. We would sit down and chop it up, and I would mm-hmm. ask some questions, man, just you know, trying to test his knowledge. Not so much as the X's O's, just how he looked at players. Cause I saw him a couple of times at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's up in the press box, and, and a lot of head coaches won't take the time to go look at players. I mean, truly be taking notes and looking at players, you know. And uh, that's them. He will go out, uh, you know, and Belichick does the same. Guys like that, man, they they go out. And they, they ain't talking about just shopping for the groceries. They talking about making the groceries, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, were you around Coach Zim at all? Nope. Never met the man. He never met me. 
probably wouldn't care to meet me, you know. But you're but, you're, nah. you're Jesse Holly. You're Mister Fourth and Long. Of course, he would care to meet you. Yeah, right. He'd be like, "Little boy, move." <laughs> you ain't paying me no attention. <laughs> what do you? All right, let's get into let's get into the let's get into the the Vikings. We're talking about their offense. What do you see? You know, Dalvin Cook. Everybody talks about Dalvin Cook. Let's get to him in a minute. Kirk Cousins. I think this game. You got to make him beat you, right, Jesse? Like, that needs to be your game plan. Is We are not going to let Dalvin Cook win this game for them. We're not going to let him run all over us. Kirk Cousins, I mean, he can beat you, but I would feel better about making him beat me than Dalvin Cook. I know Dalvin Cook can beat me. Kirk Cousins is a coin flip. How would you approach this game when it comes to Kirk Cousins? Uh, the way that you, uh, you just said, I, I mean – Zim and the way that he thinks is a kind of very old school, right? We want to establish the run game. We want to control the line of scrimmage. And then from there, we want to be able to use the play action pass. And they have guys that are good on every level. Uh, Dalvin Cook is good running and receiving. Then you got tight ends like Rudolph uh, who gets that mid-level. And you got a young stud and Jefferson, and you got a, a savvy veteran who's probably one of the best route runners in the league and Adam Thielen. So the thing is, for, for, for Kirk Cousins, you have to muddy the waters for him. If you give him clean looks, if you allow those guys to run their precise routes, he can deliver the football. He can deliver it on time. He can make the tough throws. He can make the wide open throws. But if you muddy the water a little bit, if you make him have to rush his throws, if you make him have to throw from different angles, if you make him have to throw through tight windows, now you, you have that flip side of the coin for Kirk Cousins where things may go a little bit awry for that offense. And he's, he has the propensity to turn the ball over, to give throws away, uh, to hold the ball a little bit too long in the pocket. So for me, I, I, I don't want to allow them to, to get Dalvin Cook going because if they do, he's going to be able to you know, play action pass, tight ends, and then hit you over top of the head. So even though you stop the running game, you still have to muddy it up. Uh, you have to make the, the, the looks different for Kirk Cousins and make him have to see, quote unquote, ghost and things that are not actually there and make him throw the ball right to you because he has the ability to do so. Why, why don't you think he gets more credit? He gets so much criticism, he's almost kind of seen as a laughing stock in some ways. But, I mean, statistically, he's... I mean, he's almost a top, maybe a top ten quarterback. Why? Why doesn't he get more credit? Because he he doesn't one he doesn't win the big games. He doesn't win the big games, and then he's too inconsistent. Is that you know you you'll have a Kirk Cousin that'll get three hundred yards passing, three hundred fifty yards passing, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, and then you'll have the Kirk Cousins who couldn't hit the wide side of a barn and has a three interception game. So the the biggest problem with Kirk Cousins is he doesn't have that level of consistency that allows you to put his name in the conversation with some of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's always up and down with his play, and that's part of the reason why they didn't pay him in Washington, and that's part of the reason why. The Vikings hadn't had the success that they thought they would have or should have with him at the helm at quarterback because of his inconsistencies at quarterback. You know, I agree with you 100%, Jess. I mean, they just – I mean, he got 11 interceptions right now, 17 TDs. They got 13 rushing TDs. So when you look at a guy like this right here, man, who 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 rides in the valleys, as long as he rides on the hills, you, you're in trouble. And, and, and if one criticism for Brother Zim – that I have is, and he re-signed this dude. 
he resigned his, I guess he said, this is my baby, and I'll ride with it, and I'll rock the cradle with it, but man, but you should have dropped that baby on the ground and went on back to <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> wow. Well, he may be in the perfect system now, like like Jesse said. I mean, he doesn't have a 300. He's got one 300-yard passing game this year. So, like Jesse said, he's in the perfect system now with the weapons around him. I mean, it's, it may be just fine with him, I guess. i tell you what. See, it, the thing with him is he, he's fine when you add a healthy Dalvin Cook. Yeah. When Dalvin Cook is out and all the pressure now is on Kirk Cousins to be and all on all to the purposes to be the Aaron Rodgers to be the uh, uh, Drew Brees of that team that's that that's the kind of quarterback that he doesn't he, he's not good at he's not good at always putting the game on his shoulders to win but if you can if you can alleviate some of that pressure by how the, having a healthy Dalvin Cook and giving him the ball 30 times a game whether that be rushing or receiving because he's damn good at both of them now that opens up the passing game for uh, Thielen and Jefferson and Rudolph and old guys like that. Now you have the perfect mix for Kirk Cousins because he doesn't have to do it all. He can just do some of it. And at that, that's when he's in a comfortable space. When I know I can hand the ball off and get four or five a clip, or I know I can throw the ball to the tight end or to the receiver. When he has to do it all, that's when he gets into trouble. That's when your team are, is relying on him a little bit too much. That's when he's the bad Kirk Cousins. But couple him with, with a healthy Dalvin Cook. And now you're talking about, you know, you, you're cooking with fish grease right now. <laughs> Would you rather have a healthy Kirk Cousins in Dalvin Cook or a healthy Dak Prescott in Ezekiel Elliott? I'd Zeke have and Dak. Zeke and Dak. Yeah. That, 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 that goes without saying. And that's not being a, that's not being a homer bias. That, that is because you're always so going to go with the better, better? quarterback. you always going to go yeah. with the better quarterback. Because the better quarterback ought to be able to dictate tempo and, and, and help that running back. I'm telling you, you know, quarterbacks that are good like Dak can lift up the players around him and make it easier for them. Kirk Cousins, like you said, we need for the, for the, uh, for the cover to be full for him to be successful. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And Shannon, we're waiting on you. What's our next thing, I'm baby? just waiting to see how awkward I could make it with – Oh, being cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you froze on us yesterday. On, I was bro. just going to see how long we could let the awkwardness go. So, well, yeah. well we, we, we talked, you know, we, in the past, we used to say that, that Dak Prescott was only good because of Ezekiel Elliott. Are we seeing now that it's really Zeke is only good because he had Dak Prescott? No, no, no. At the now time, or at then? At the time, Zeke was the man. At the time, right, Zeke yeah. was, was breaking off 65 yarders, running screens and all that right there. And as we – Ooh, as remember, those, remember those days? Remember those days, Nathaniel? Remember back. those days they when Zeke was back. breaking off 65-yard yeah, runs and back. he was breaking tackles and making folks miss? Yeah. Woo, remember those days, Nathaniel? Man. And they are coming back. Oh, they are coming back. What said, happened to those he, days, he, Nathaniel? He said it like six times. They're coming yeah, back. And you heard it on the show yeah. first. This year or next year? No, no. God. They'll be back next year. Next year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. We saw we saw Dak. Remember those days, Nathaniel? Remember those days when Zeke was running all? He was Zeke was doing all this, and it was like, remember Zeke was like, remember Zeke was doing all that, Nathaniel? Nathaniel, remember Zeke? He was getting the ball, and he was getting it. They were. I like to see a pop, Jesse. It was feeding me. Jesse got like that. Jesse got into the Halloween candy. Yes, sir, he did. I like that. Man, remember those days, Nathaniel? I do. 
and they're still here. Man, we just like Zeke breaking off sixty-five yard runs. He Zeke running, jumping people. He was spinning. He was bringing a hammer down on Cam Chancellor. Remember those days, Nathaniel? Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh my God, man! Uh, Like your brother, Nathaniel. Ah, feed me, Nathaniel. He's screaming so loud yeah. that it's cutting out of my headphones. He put yeah. so many amps go ahead in my on, ears that it's cutting out. You sound like your aunt doing the election on your brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I'm gonna tell you something. Oh, those were the days, boy. And now, and now that Zeke, and now that Dak is, you know, mature. And learned the offense and knows it in and out. And as we saw with his injury, how devastated this team is, everything returned to normal. You know, I need you, Jesse. Come on now. Come on, Jess. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Zeke was running and he was spinning and juking and jiving and stiff arming folks. Remember those days, Nathaniel? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, so we're just going to go to break early. I have no idea what's going on. We'll be right back. We'll try to figure out the break. We'll hang with the boys. I love it. I love it. Your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Just like all of you, we at SeatGeek can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back. Apologies to Wingstop for me not kicking off the show with the Wingstop Whew. sign. But thank you for sponsoring this and letting us have fun on this show. And also thank you to Tommy John. You know what, Kurt? You can adjust your cleats. You can adjust your pads. Yes. You can even adjust your helmet. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear. Do you miss reading these? Oh, uh, Sure, yeah. 
No, you're doing a fine job. <laughs> because if you adjust your underwear and it gets seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John's fabric keeps you cool and dry on the field or in the stands, and now they even have loungewear. Yeah, loungewear. Jesse's favorite. Shop underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. You know what? I might wear – I'm going to wear my Tommy John's on the show tomorrow because I'll be at home. Ah, Awesome. In my apartment. Okay. I think, you know, I think Jesse and I should get an extra pair of Tommy John's. You guys, you're getting all the royal treatment. You're in studio. You're having venison soup, whatever that is. Candy. I mean, you guys are living the good life. Me and Jesse are, you know, we're schlepping it at home. We are. There you go. We We are. are. Get out and live a little, Kurt. We need need more. Get out and live. We need more (laughs) benefits. Oh, by the way. We need to have we need to have family dinner again soon. We need to set that up. I miss you guys. We need to have a safe, socially distanced family dinner in the near future. Great. Okay. Glad to hear you all. You guys are all on board with that. Awesome. Well, I could just I'll just go eat with Chris. I'll just go with Chris. That's fine. Me and Chris will go with all right. Let's get when back and where? Just let us know. Okay. All right. Let's get back to it. Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, Justin Jefferson, which is probably now considered the top rookie receiver in the NFL. What are we looking at, Jesse, from the skill positions? What do we have to be worried about the most? That's not including Dalvin Cook. Everything? All of it. <laughs> why are Honestly, they, like, why they, is this they, team not better than what they are? I don't know. Defensively, they're Because they're good. I'll tell you this right quick, like for Jesse going to his now spell, is the fact that they made a conscious effort uh, after, especially after the bar and the other guy got hurt on the defense line, they made a conscious effort to play a lot of their rookies in the first six games. And now it is paying off. And after the bye, the last three games is paid off. They, they are paid to uh, combine seven rookies, three of them starters, whether it's injury or whether it's just by design. Uh, Zim is saying, you know, you, you take that, that's, that quick punishment, that that uh, that – adversity, put it out front, get it behind them. So now these guys, the game is starting to slow down for them in the second half of the season. So now they're making a push. I mean, maybe a little too late with Green Bay, but they went in Green Bay backyard two weeks ago and thumped them. So uh, these guys are starting to find themselves. As long as that guy, Delvin Cook, stays healthy, everything can thump. And then Justin Jefferson, nobody thought this. Mm -hmm. Everybody thought he was just an inside guy. Representing him and his boys thought big, thought bigger and better of him. Go ahead on, Jess. Give him your spiel, my baby. But that that goes back to your point, Nate. Right? You talked about it earlier. Zim is one of those head coaches that actually doesn't just send assistants and personnel people, but he actually goes and sees things himself. And he saw something in a guy like uh, Justin Jefferson because you look at them. You look at the mold of what these receivers have been in the last couple years. You've had Stephon Diggs. You've had Adam Thielen. Those two guys, they aren't burners. These guys aren't super athletic. They aren't big guys. What do they do well? They catch the football well, and they run precise and terrific routes. And Justin Jefferson falls right in the line with those guys. That's why you were able to get it. This is why you were able to go and, and let us, the guy like Stefan Diggs, go to Buffalo because you saw a guy like Justin Jefferson that you said, you know what? This is a guy who fits into our system. And then the quarterback that you have in Kirk Cousins, he needs guys like that. He's not looking to throw the ball, you know, Randy Moss style, 80 yards down the field. 
He needs guys who are able to run precise routes because that's the type of offense they run. And they're really good on all three levels, running the football, mid-range with that tight end and Kyle Rudolph, and then anything past that 12 to 15 yards with your route running with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. I mean, they, they have a solid unit. The reason why their record doesn't probably indicate how good they really are is partly to what Nate was saying early, and they had played a lot of rookies, but also Dalvin Cook was hurt. He was hurt yes. multiple times this year. And when you don't have him in that lineup, it changes everything. It doesn't give you that same dynamic where every, you know, any play he can go to the house. And it, not only do you have him in the running game, his vision, his, his burst of speed, his uh, elusiveness, but also you have him in the passing game. He is a hell of a receiver. And I think that's part of the thing that we talk about the running and how they want to you know, control the line of scrimmage. But they're, they, they watch film. They've seen how terrible we've been when it comes to linebackers matching up with running backs. I guarantee you they're going to try to find ways to line Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderish and Sean Lee and whoever else is playing that linebacker position. They're going to try to find the matches where they can get their running back, Dalvin Cook, against one of our linebackers who have struggled this year in space and in coverage against running backs. You know, they first- How does that work? Do they, do, when they're trying to do that, well, like Jalen Smith, will he go wherever Dalvin Cook goes? He goes. No, 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 Jalen Smith will spy him all game. Or do they do they switch it up? No. Where if he's on this side, Leighton will. If they do doubt, you know, on that side it's Jalen. How does that work? They're gonna have to play it. They're gonna have to play it by the numbers, like you said, this, the second time. If if he float, if, if Jalen got first guy out of the backfield, a first guy off of the line, then he'll take him. Same with Van Der Esch. They they ain't spying up nothing. Now they should know where this guy is at all the time. But this is a guy you talking about a guy that can can get can get quick in a hurry. You you, you spying this guy right here. Suppose mm-hmm. you get bumped. You get bumped. You don't get you don't get burnt down the road. So you just got to take it take it by the side that he released. Unless you're that middle linebacker, you got him both ways. But if you if you're a, uh, a wheel backer and you got first guy out of the backfield to your side, you have to do that. But what you have to do is give him a one-way go. It ain't never – don't never sit back off him like you got great feet and give him a two-way go. You make him go one way and you try to run him into the sideline or you try to run him into a safety. All right, I got a question. <clears throat> this, is, this is one of the 10% answers that I don't really know the answer to that I referred to the other day on the right. show. This is just me trying to educate myself. Right. As the person that has never played professional football – you always hear on broadcasts and you always hear on shows and you always hear people talking about you always have to know where that guy is on the field. That goes for like your DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. your Dalvin Cooks, yes. your Ezekiel Elliott's, you know, right. your your elite talent. Is it as simple as I line up and I check and I know where the guy is, or is it more complex than that when you're a defensive lineman and you're trying to rush the quarterback? You have to be aware of where that guy's moving in the backfield as you're coming around the end. Is it is or is it just as simple as I line up, I know he's over there, I'm good. No. Like sixty percent of the plays, you 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 got you're gonna know where he's at, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's it's that elite time. It's the critical times in games, you know, you know, where the game is tight and they looking for their playmakers and you looking for your playmakers. Well, let's say they motion him out of the backfield and put him in the slot. You better know who got this dude when he get to that slot. If they take him and run him across the back, across the motion, you better know who got him in these critical situations. But all that's all that's pre-snap, right? Yep. So after no, the ball no, snap, no, no. are you still watching him no, out of the no, corner no, no. of your eye? How does that no, work? No, 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 no. 
It ain't no pre-snap. When it's in critical times in games, you 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 as a team has to know. Like we like when oh, it may be different for Jesse and them and a defensive back because they're one on one. But when we call certain protections in a game, it used to be playing against Lawrence Taylor. We wanted to dictate where he rushed from. We did not want him to go against what we thought in our heads or what the offensive coordinator scheme. Because if they do and they throw you in disarray, that one split second of hesitation will get you toe up. And that same way, when you see a Delvin Cook or you see a, a, a Hopkins, the worst thing in the world is for Hopkins to start in the slot run across the formation, and go out wide on the other side. Now, you, now is you going to make that adjustment with your DBs? Are you going to make the adjustment with your inside line, that linebacker to that side? It's, it's a multiple things you can do, but it's the guys that are communicating this, getting it. Hopkins, Hopkins, going across, going across. You're going to either tell the safety jump over there, you're going to tell the outside linebacker, uh, outside linebacker to jump there, or if you got a guy shattering him, how does it affect the rest of the defense? But, but once you shift responsibility and he moves out of your area or out of your coverage responsibility. But then you got to be smart enough if you're playing one-on-one. It's a, so many complex ways you can do it. If you're playing one-on-one and I'm shattering him, well, the rest of the defense got to adjust. If he go across the, uh, across the formation, the two receivers that's left over here, what are you going to do with them? How are you going to play that coverage? So when they get critical times, that is where the Cowboys have been, lit, been getting lit up due to the fact that they don't know who they got and when. So when we say, hey, know where Davin Cook at, at it at all times, 40 to 50% of the time, okay, we know where he at. But it's that critical time. It's like last year, remember? It was it's third and 15. And they threw him a screen. And this dude got 21 yards. I remember. Nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very familiar with come, that play. Come on, man. Is this, that, not, this don't happen. That, this happens just, twice. Jess, you could probably explain them, it a little bit. Is that them not knowing this? Is that them not knowing the scheme, or are they just not talking to each other? Well, last that? year they knew the scheme. And they should have knew when when they when when you have a back, you either going to blitz. If this back go out, you either going to blitz and make this quarterback react sooner than he want to, or you got that back. But you cannot hesitate. Either way, you either going to cover the back. He, he, we don't have a guy on our team as of yet that can play games. And what I mean by that is Lawrence Taylor used to sometime he'd be to my left, outside linebacker, standing up outside to a knee. He would get up and walk and come right into my A-gap. We turn into protection this way. So now my center is all alone with this guy because the bubble is over us. And we turn at the bubble. So, so I got to be smart enough to say to a single, 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 Tui stay on his man that's on his head, and I turn back and help our center. I don't turn away. That's, that's like I got to know where Lawrence Taylor at on his protection. It's just it, it's a comp, it, it, it seems simple to me, and it seems simple to Jess, but sometimes it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. In critical situations, you have to know where the playmakers are. Now, they can hurt you at any time during the game, but at those critical points in the game where you need a play or they need a play, do not discount these guys. 
I, and I know I so did sound too clear when I was explaining that Jess probably could have did it better. Jess, you want to give what it a shot? What do you do if they have more than one playmaker? You just play you straight up. You got guys up. like Justin Jefferson on the outside. You play straight yeah. up. See, a, a Wouzier has to play. They like one-on-one on their corners. They have to play. If, if, if I'm a Wouzier, and Jess, you tell me if I'm wrong. If I'm a Wouzier, I'm telling Coach, Coach, hey, Coach, look here, man. Y'all can call what you want. If this dude come over here, I'm working with him. You, you can call, you know, you can call what you want, but you know what? I ain't gonna be getting caught with the, with a safety that don't know what's going on. I ain't gonna be getting caught like that. So I'm riding with this dude. If he come outside these numbers, I'm riding with him. So he either run past me, do a do do a, a quick out, quick slant, whatever. I'm riding with him. And, and, and you know, sometimes coaches will go with that, and then sometimes coaches say, "No, man, you do what we tell you to do." <laughs> you know. <laughs> See, Dion, I was just going to say, that. I said, right, I, certain guys who, who can have that conversation, certain guys, coach will be like, now nah, go over there and do what I told you to do. You, you, you ain't quite earned that. You ain't quite earned that through your play where you can tell me you're just going to ride with them. Yeah, I don't believe you that much right now. Let, let you me have some coaches like, you know what? You, you got it. Jess, can you give him a, a simpler way? Oh, to his question, it was a great, great question. And I think I explained it to some people that have a little bit of football knowledge, but can you make it? Even simpler, yeah, what I said. Yeah, and, and I understand that. Like right. you, you always know. Okay, there he is. There he goes. He goes in motion. I think my question, Jesse, was more of: once the play starts, are you still in your subconscious mind or your side eye, your peripheral vision, still having to account for a playmaker like Dalvin Cook or someone like that? Or once the play starts, are you focused on your assignment, your assignment. and then that guy's out of that guy's out of your mind? If if, if he's, he's not, not your assignment, yeah, if he's not your assignment. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's about your assignment. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll say this: um, this goes back to knowing um, one your assignment, but also studying film and saying, you know what, it's third and whatever, it's fourth quarter. You know, it, it, all those little little idiosyncrasies that happen in the game. You know, maybe I take a slight step outside because I've watched film. And in this formation on kind of these down distance, he likes to outside release and get leverage. And now if I take an, a step outside, maybe I make him bubble out some side some more. And now it takes a step off. But once the ball is snapped, it's assignment. Yeah, it, it's assignment, you know. And, and yeah, you know where he's at. But if your assignment is hooked to flat, then damn it, get the hook to flat. And then you hope the next guy who's supposed to be wherever he's supposed to be, middle or whatever, or over the top or underneath or whatever it may be, that, that they'll get there. Um, and Kurt, you had a, a great point. Is what, what happens when you have multiple guys who are playmakers? Base. It comes down to who are the lesser of the evils, right? Who was the less of the poisons? It's it's like if it's if it's Randy Moss standing outside, and it's Gronk, you know, at the tight end, and then there's like you know a shifty running back in the backfield. Well, I'm gonna take my chance with the shifty running back. Because he's the lesser of the three evils. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's all about how can I lessen the blow? And, 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 and sometimes, you know, you win some and sometimes you lose some. But that's that unique chess battle that you play within the football game. Because you have to be able to guess right. You have to be able to plan right. And you, you hope, you hope that I have the players that can stand up and make this one or two or three stands that will make us uh, victorious at the end of the day. 
Sometimes it works in your favor. For the Cowboys, it hadn't worked in our favor, in the, especially a lot this year, especially when it comes defensively. But, you know, we've seen it happen on our side when we've had, you know, Amari Cooper against Philadelphia, a pass that should have been intercepted, was tipped and caught and ran for a touchdown. We've seen it times where Zeke, when he was back running 60-yard plays, Nathaniel, remember those 60-yard runs? When he was back doing those 60-yard runs where, you know, they had guys committed to the line of scrimmage. Still do. And then the one guy doesn't Still make do, the play that they, that they need to make. And out. Still he do, ain't busting 60-yard runs, Still, Nathaniel. Still, Still do, Jesse. <laughs> he ain't busting 60-yard runs, Nathaniel. Still do, Jesse. <laughs> but those are, the type of, those are the type of plays where, you know, it, it's pick your poison. But you, you try to set yourself up in a situation where every area is covered and and you make the quarterback then have to beat you with the throw or making a spectacular play. And if he does, you tip your cap to that man, and you either win or lose it or you live to see another play. Before we go to our last break, I brought up Hopkins, and I I meant to ask you this earlier in the week, Jesse. Just to the naked eye and the average fan or even the avid fan, the catch that he made the other night in the end zone over three guys was unbelievable. Talk about it from talk about how hard that that play really was for him to make as a wide receiver. <laughs> like is that just incredible that he was able to come down with that ball? There, there's only a select few people in this entire world that can make plays like that. Uh, one, he has a skill set. Two, it also helps that he wears a size six X gloves. Now I have big hands. And I and I, I was a three X glove. So imagine what a 6X glove looks like, <laughs> right? That's like, that's like some pretty big hands right there. But I can't even explain that. that there's only a certain few people in the, in the entire universe that can make plays like that. And he's one of the guys, and we've seen it firsthand, who can just make plays. And you're just like, how did he do that? But that's why he's one of the best to ever do it. If, if you haven't watched his post-game interview, like I don't, I don't look at him as one of the trash-talking <laughs> wide receivers. And he didn't really trash-talk. He just stated the facts. Go, go Google his post-game interview after the game. It was pretty, pretty damn funny, and he didn't even say very much. So, All right, we're going to take our last right. break. When we come back, we're going to get into a little bit of Cowboys defense, and we'll see how many more times Jesse can say – Say it, Jesse. Say it. About Zeke. Yeah. 65 yards. He ain't making those 60-yard <laughs> runs, Nathan, yo. <laughs> when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. <laughs> Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. 
proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We're back. SWBC Mortgage Studios, the star in Frisco, Shannon Gross and Nate Newton holding it down here. Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels holding it down elsewhere. And let me tell you a little bit about the holidays. Give the gift of Cowboys this holiday season with the ultimate fan experience. For the ultimate Cowboys fan, membership started just $20 to join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. And fellas, last night I had the privilege of hosting Cowboys Crosstalk on our flagship station 105.3 The Fan and streams live on all of our Cowboys channels. I got to co-host it with Nate Newton and we had his former teammate Tony Tolbert on the show and Tony told us a little story about Mm. one night after him and Nate went out always about food and it was a very late night probably about (laughs) three o'clock in the morning they were heading home and they decided they wanted some food so I'm glad it was a sponsor that we could talk about this they went to the Whataburger drive-thru and Tony asked Nate if he wanted anything, and I think the story goes, Nate told him no, and he said, are you sure? Let me tell it better. Yeah, 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 please. We, we was out, you know, doing our thing. I was a heavy drinker back then, and I was supposed to be losing weight, right? By, 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 by doing your thing, what that yeah. mean? What that mean? Yeah. Enlighten the fans. Make it simpler. You know, no, sir. And uh, so, <laughs> so, so we pull We want to hear what you was doing, Nathaniel. So we, so we pull up at the drive, right? Trailer park and, thing. And Tony said, hey, man, what, what you want? I said, man, give me a triple, a triple uh, <laughs> cheeseburger, cheeseburger with bacon, you know? And, uh, triple. Make sure, Ain't even and on make the sure, menu. And make sure you smother the onions. And Tony was shocked because he didn't think that Whataburger had triples. But what really killed it was I said, give me... Uh, two orders of extra large French fries, not large French fries, but extra large. Mm. I, I wanted them running over the potato and, guy. Yeah, the potato and that, guy. Here. And that's what threw it. That was threw him off. Like he's literally like, man, ain't you supposed to be losing weight? Did I ask for a diet? Did <laughs> 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 I ask for a diet drink? So that threw him off, man. Yeah. Oh, good time. There's a reason he was the. It messed Tony up so bad. Reason he was the kitchen. I say, Tony, do you want something? He's like, Nah, man, just take me home. <laughs> you know what? Tony looks like he can still play, man. <laughs> yeah, but we saw him this morning at Charles Haley Food Giveaway, uh-huh. and he got his arm in a sling. I like. Why did you come out here? And you can't lift nothing. <laughs> This dude come out here, man. Yeah. To a food drive? Yeah, to a food drive. We throwing cans, Jesse, back, about to give out. I can't hardly bend over. We had 600 and something cases of turkeys, six turkeys in each case. Wait a minute. He didn't have his arm in a sling last night nah, on the nah, show. No, no, he didn't have his arm in a sling, but today he come with all of them. 
Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Way to go, Tober. And then he over there, he over there uh, doing the interview like, yeah, we like to have Charles every chance we get as teammates. And they got the camera right on his arm like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, speaking about it, helping out teammates, Cheeto is returning to the defense this week. It's his first time back in seven games. What can we expect from him, Jesse, realistically? Is it going to take him a few games to get up to speed? Is he going to slip right in and, and, and contribute? Is he, is he going to get eight up? What's going to happen? Yeah, anytime you're away for that long, especially at that kind of position, it's a feel to the game that you need to get back. Um, just being able to see the game, it's moving at a fast pace. And it always seems like the guys who we have injured, when they decide to come back, it's like, oh, this guy decided to come back first game out. Oh, he has to face Aaron Donald. Oh, this guy first game come back. Oh, he has to face Miles Garrett. Oh, this guy comes back. Now he has to face two prolific route runners in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And so now, so now you're looking at it saying, hey, why, why couldn't you come back when we were playing a less of a you know route running duo than those two? Because it, it takes some time to get that. Just get, just get back in the field of things, getting your steps right, your, your feel right, you know, recognizing formations and, and, and routes, uh, combinations, all of those things. So you hope that he's able to come back and, and, and knock some of the dust off early. But, you know, it's you've been out for seven weeks. That's a long time to be out of football. Yes, you'll have fresh legs, but mentally and physically, it takes some time to get back in the groove of things, especially when guys have been playing for, you know, for, for 10 weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks. And they've been rolling. And this team has come in. They've been rolling. They won the last three games in a row. And, and Jefferson is, is, is one of the best rookies in the league this year. And we know what Adam Thielen is as a receiver. So, you know, let's, let's, mm. let's cross our fingers and hope we don't give up too many big plays. Nate, keep him with the – I wanted uh, to ask you this before – Go ahead, Kurt. Well, I, just, I wanted to ask this before. It's kind of maybe old news. But, I mean, how much is Trevon Diggs being out now going to hurt his development? Uh, you know what? You know, that's a touch and go thing. That, that's that's a touch and go thing. You want him to get as many reps as he can in his rookie year, and to uh, but if he if he used his time wisely, man, go back and self scout, uh, talk to some people that's got knowledge and understanding of the game, and say, hey, man, what what you think about this? What you think about that? He can come back, man, uh, if he come back this season and, and be a much better player. But if he don't. He, he still got a wealth of knowledge, man. He he got he faced some dogs. He faced some dogs. Some of them, you know, they, it didn't look too good. You know, they they bit him up a lot. But he gonna be all right next year. He should be all right. He should mentally know what he can and cannot do. Add on, Jess. No, you you said what I was gonna say. It, uh, to me, it was fifty fifty. That you know, you want all the reps you can possibly get because the, the only way to get better at doing something is to constantly repetition. Uh, but it gives him a moment to take a step back, self-analyze, see where he went wrong, see where he went back, get his offensive program, you know, kind of in front of him and see what he has to go work on with his brother, with his trainer, whoever he may work with. But to Nate's point, he faced some dogs this year. Go back and look at the receivers that he faced this year. He ain't faced no slouches. No. He faced some of the best of the best. And so you, you can take that and, and put it in your pocket and go into the offseason and say, man, I, I saw what Julio Jones was like. I saw what uh, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry was like. I saw what it was like to face a guy 
like um uh uh uh, uh like the kid from 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 LA. Yeah. You know, so he's he's gotten a chance to see some of the best receivers in the league and uh and and that right there holds value in itself. Last question before we get out of here. DeMarcus Lawrence said this game against Minnesota isn't going to be like Cleveland. He said they're a different team now. Do, oh do you guys, God. after what you saw in one game against Pittsburgh, do you think they're a different team, and do they have the talent to be able to stop Dalvin Cook? Or, was, See, the, or is the Cook going to cook? You answer that one, Nathaniel. The, 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 thing, <laughs> the, the thing about this right here is we've been saying it all a while. Okay, now can you be consistent? Mm-hmm. Can you can you yeah. be consistent in what you do? I mean, I hate that anybody said that, but he has that right to say that. Now he puts. They gave up three hundred yards rushing in Cleveland. <laughs> so what? You gonna give up two fifty? Like what? What is not Cleveland? You gave up almost a half. <laughs> I don't like uh, you can't, I don't like when the you gospel, gave up a third of a thousand yards when the, when the gospel the, is the angry. The gospel is angry. I don't like it. <laughs> I think yeah. that makes me the gospel is angry. At he's angry. At you him. gave and up three hundred yards angry. rushing to a. He ain't angry at me. Angry. You at gave up three hundred yards rushing to a guy uh, by the name of Dearn. Was his name Dearnest? <laughs> yeah, Dearnest. Yeah. We didn't even yeah, know. Like you, you gave up to 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 like, three. So it's not going to be Cleveland. So what is it going to be? Three, okay. three, so, 306? So the answer to that question is... Is it going to be 290? Uh, Jesse... Don't does, say anything, Jesse man. Just not, say we're going to do our very best. Think Just say team. we're going to do our very best to, to corral one of the best running backs in the game. Don't say it's not going to be a Cleveland. You give him 300 yards in Cleveland, so what are you going to give this guy? Two, okay. If he gets 200 yards, what are you going to say? Okay. Well, it wasn't what all Cleveland right, was. Right, it was only Jesse. 205 all yards. Right, I'm going to tell you the difference in this team in, in Cleveland. What's that? You can bet. That if they if they have success running, they will not stop. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to do our best. We're going to do our best to get a player for you guys tomorrow. We're going to try to interview a defensive player today after the show, and then have it in the show tomorrow for please you guys Jesse on the show. to consume. Jesse, please, please, please lose your anger when we get this player <laughs> on gospel. later after the show. Please, <laughs> the gospel. We need you to be uplifting going into a. See, we have seventy-five yards today, okay. Jesse. Why? Hey, he ain't doing that. Woosah. He ain't doing that in the water, Daniel. Woosah, Jesse. Woosah, Woosah. Chris Beam, thank you. Woosah. Nate Newton, thank you. Woosah. Kurt Daniels, thank you. Gospel. Jesse, go run a lap, son. Settle down. We will go see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place on Hanging with the This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?